Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your daily dose of Donna, and today is the day. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, June 7th. And if this is your first time listening to Daily Dose of Donna, you are in for a treat. Between today and tomorrow, we're going to have some huge stories. And honestly, I feel like we just need to take a moment. We just need to take a moment. And we need to enjoy the idea that we have made it to the final part of the VPR reunion. We have made it to the final part. You guys, raise a glass. Just raise your glass up high. These are the best days of our life. Cheers to my dosers who have made it to part three of the VPR reunion. We have gone through a lot. I'll never forget that first day we found out about this affair back in March. Okay. That was the first day, March 1st. Then we went through the, uh, you know, few weeks before the reunion when they filmed the reunion and we were watching it all play out, we saw them go glamping. We saw them kind of start to fall into this. And then all of a sudden the reunion started two weeks ago. We hated Tom Sandoval all over again. We questioned Raquel's ability for showing emotion or her lack of ability for showing emotion. And tonight, according to Andy Cohen, every woman in America will hate Tom Sandoval. OMG. By the way, for those of you that are new here, I am here daily, Monday through Friday, for my YouTube show. I have my audio podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and then I go live on TikTok. I got a comment earlier saying, look at the screen. Well, I could look at you guys on TikTok, but then YouTube would be mad. And YouTube, my friends, is evergreen. So if you want eye contact, you can just watch the YouTube show. Subscribe at Daily Dose of Donna. By the way, shout out to my YouTubers because I seriously was like in shock. I have almost 5,000 subscribers. And remember, at the beginning of the month, or I'm sorry, last week, um, I didn't have I think I didn't even have 4,000 subscribers. And now all of a sudden I have almost 5,000 subscribers. It is a huge, huge deal for me. And maybe I'll get to 5,000 on YouTube before, you know, next, uh, next week. We'll see before I go away on my trip. Oh, Chris, you were just joking. (laughs) Yes. I get a lot of weird comments on TikTok. Okay. You guys, before I get into the show, I will say that for this last week of my podcast, before I go out of town, I want to shout out Ilya Wines. Ilya is the amazing wine company that is sponsoring the show. 
There is a rosé. Here's the Roble Red. I have, oh, I don't have it right here, the Moscatel. And there's, of course, their beers. Ilia.com. If you use the code DAILY20, you can get 20% off anything, and it ships directly to your house. It's so super exciting. The wine is fantastic. The beer is yummy. It is perfect. And all I want is it to be a sunny weekend in Los Angeles. But if you know me, you know that I am also a weather person on the show. And I just read an article that June gloom, which is so intense, you guys, it is like a cold, rainy day. June gloom is going to last all through June, which never happens. My birthday is June 11th and normally it's nice and sunny. But I will be heading to the Middle East and Greece and it's going to be sunny and lovely. So follow along on TikTok and Instagram, for sure Instagram stories if you want to see my day to day. Okay. And then another piece of homework before we get into the big stories is you have to join my Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna. It is bustling. There's a lot of new people in there. And I love, love sharing any sort of things throughout the day that I see. I share it over there and so do you guys. So thank you so much for all of you guys that have joined. Okay. Where do we start? Today, here's on the agenda. Here's what's on the agenda. I'm going to start with, I have three stories that I want to kind of go into. One of them is Jeff Lewis. Two is Vanderpump Rules, and three is Real Real Housewives of New Jersey Reunion. Here's where I'm going to start. I'm going to start with Jeff Lewis, just because it was the most recent news that just popped off. My girl, Sarah, who is at Jeff Lewis Obsessed on on socials, she's been talking about this idea. She watches all the before shows, the uncut versions, the videos, the commercial breaks of Jeff Lewis. And she's like, they are coming out with some sort of digital channel. That's what she has assumed it to be. But today it was announced that as of, I believe, June 12th, so while I'm out of out of oh my god! I just got a uh, comment on TikTok. This is so typical. Are you wasted? This is unhinged. So those of you that are watching my YouTube or listening to the podcast or watching on TikTok, I always have taught my clients because you know I have clients and I teach them how to create content and get online and don't be scared of the haters. You will always get a comment like that. Okay. And you just keep on going because people will always like to take other people down. I've gotten this comment so many times because I have a lot of energy. If I was wasted, I wouldn't be able to speak, but I am not wasted. I am very sober. I am on matcha from Coffee Bean. Is that like, is there alcohol in a matcha? I was at just, I was just at my kid's graduation ceremony this morning. Absolutely not wasted. I mean, I wish, right? Just kidding. Okay, so um, this is so not unhinged. I love it. So Jeff Lewis has this new channel, and he announced it today. And this is so huge, you guys. Jeff Lewis is going to be up in the ranks on in the serious world as Howard Stern, as Andy Cohen, because he is getting his own channel. This is such a big deal. This says two things. This says, number one, that he is a huge Like he's performing huge numbers on Sirius. And it's always kind of hard to know with podcasts. At least I guess with podcasts, you do see some sort of like a, um, what's it called? Um, Like the list of top performing. But on Sirius Radio, you don't really know what's going on. You just assume, you know, that everyone's doing fine or whatever. But it came out today that there will be the Jeff Lewis channel. Huge deal. And Jeff Lewis is going to have channel 789. It's an exclusive new channel on SiriusXM. I'm telling you one thing. I buy SiriusXM solely for Jeff 
Lewis. Will I listen to other things in the car with my kids, music, whatever? Sure. But I don't care about any of that. I listen for Jeff Lewis. I absolutely love his show. He is so incredible. He's so funny and it's so entertaining. He he has nailed his radio presence. Welcome, Celeb Fail. Yes, I need to host a chump cocktail hour. You guys, let's put it out there in the universe. So on the Jeff Lewis channel, you'll have recent episodes of Jeff Lewis Live. Plus, there's going to be three new shows. There's going to be the live after show with Brandy and Julie. If you guys watched The People's Couch, Brandy Howard and Julie Goldman were on The People's Couch, and now they are regulars on Jeff Lewis. They also have their own Patreon, their own podcast. Um, So they're going to have a daily show right after Jeff Lewis at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, which is huge. So they're going to basically do what Howard Stern does. Howard Stern always has his like after shows. Um, They're also going to have Flipping Out Friday, which is interesting. It's basically a weekly show where Brandy and Julie break down old episodes of Flipping Out. I'm sure they'll make it funny, but it's kind of interesting. And then they're going to have Chump's Happy Hour, which will air live every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern with a rotating cast of hosts. Um, Jeff Lewis is going to continue on Radio Andy. So he'll still stay on Radio Andy and he'll still continue to do everything he does. Um, It's a huge deal. What's cool about this is I imagine they're going to need to continue to fill up programming. So hopefully they even bring more people in and more, you know, special shows. Um, I'd be so interested to know how it goes. I am so excited for this and it just makes Sirius XM um, a little bit more worth it, right? I pay nothing for Sirius radio. Here's the trick. If you don't want to pay a lot of money for Sirius radio, I've known this for years and years and years. Here's what you do. You go to um, you go to uh, Sirius XM or whatever you call them. You say you want to cancel. Then they always come back with a deal. That's the way to do it. Just going to say. So it's going to be on the regular Sirius app. It's going to be on in your cars, wherever you hear Sirius. It's going to be awesome. I'm very excited for him. I'm excited for us. Okay. Story number two. Let's talk Vanderpump Rules. You guys, we talked about this at the top of the show. Wednesday, June 7th is the day we've all been waiting for. It is the day that we are going to be able to find out what this shocking twist is. And I had a TikTok that went viral yesterday because I read that Hollywood Reporter article. Shout out to my follower who sent it over. A doser sent over the article at 4.40 p.m. via Instagram DM. She said, the article's out. And I immediately read it and created a TikTok. And, you know, I was on it really early, which was great great. And that's why I love you guys so much. I love my dosers to shout out and like give me all the information. So in this article, Alex Baskin, who's the executive producer of Vanderpump Rules, in addition to so many other shows, basically says, well, he debunks the idea that Rachel is pregnant. That is no longer even a consideration. It hasn't been in my mind ever. He debunked the idea that Rachel and Tom Schwartz slept together because everyone seems to be thinking that may be the thing. He said the the big reveal is nothing shocking except for the fact that it's evolving in the timeline of the events, which if you've listened to the show, if you've watched Daily Dose of Donna, you know that this has always been my my take, that this big reveal is the fact that it started earlier. I think that what's going to happen is Raquel is going to be saying, at this point, I just want to let it all out. I want to be 100% honest. I don't want any more secrets. Tom Sandoval and I have hooked up. 
you know, we hooked up back in maybe 2019 or 20 or something, I think is what they're going to say. Um, I'm so interested to see like the details. So he said, why, why haven't you had the article asked, like, why haven't you had them sign their contracts? And he said, usually when things like this are revealed, you know, the cast has a chance to watch it and respond to it. And they haven't had a chance to watch it and respond to this. They don't know the information yet. So we just want to give them a moment to watch the finale, watch the final reunion part, and then they can sign back on. Um, I think everyone's going to sign back on. I don't think it's going to be a big issue. And he actually didn't even say, like, this is how it got all twisted. Didn't even actually say that this is um, going to make them not want to sign on. He just said, we want them to watch it before they sign on. I think Ariana already knows because when she was on Watch What Happens Live a couple weeks ago, she straight up said, I wish I would have known more the more information that I have now when I saw them at the reunion. So I'm guessing a lot of this stuff already kind of came out and some of the cast already knows. Um, James Kennedy had a TikTok or a reel last night or maybe on his stories that said, oh my gosh, if you think you're over the show, if you think that you're ready to forgive everyone on the show, just watch tonight. You're going to die. Um, Lala again said on her podcast, which was released, I believe yesterday or something, another one of my dosers sent me a DM saying, I still haven't watched it. I believe that the cast has watched it by now. I do. Um, that being said, Tom Sandoval for sure is going to say something that's going to piss us all off. And I want to use this moment. Um, oh, it's over to Tom calling Ariana a bad lay. Yeah, probably he does that. You're so right. Tom is probably going to say, well, when you're, when you're bad in bed and I'm not getting pleasure from you, of course I'm going to look for it elsewhere. Maybe something along those lines. But that's like so typical. I mean, it's so typical of a man, um, a narcissistic personality to blame everything on the person around them. That's really so typical. Don't you guys agree? So let's talk about this podcast episode that actually, this is going to be unpopular between you guys, and I hope you, you'll forgive me, that made me feel for Schwartz. Tom Schwartz was on Jackson Brittany's podcast. I think they just recorded it today, I mean this week, and he said some things that were really, really telling. So... Jax and Brittany have this podcast called When Reality Hits. It's a weekly podcast. You can say whatever you want. I'm actually a fan. I think they're cute. Um, Tom Sandoval, I mean, Tom Schwartz was the guest. Now, Tom Schwartz was J Jax Taylor's best man in his wedding. They have remained friends. They were at Katie and Tom's wedding. Like, they have always had a stronger friendship than Sandoval and Jax. And when... Schwartz was on the podcast. Number one, he came off so, sounding so just like refreshed and light, just like much more at ease, I think, than we've heard him in the past. A um, couple things that he said that I thought were really telling. He explained where his brain was at during this entire time. He said, when you watch the show, thanks, by the way, for everyone that's following, welcome. When you watch the show, he says, he goes, the editors do an amazing job to make it feel like the entire show and everything are that was happening was surrounding this Tom and Raquel kind of like affair. He goes, that's not the way it was. In the time that all of this was going down, two things were happening. Number one, I didn't know the full story and I let Tom off the hook way too easily. Number two, it's because I didn't have the bandwidth. He said, my dad had major, major um, health issues. He was in seven different, for seven months, he was in three hospitals. He had a 5% chance of living 
We didn't know any of that, by the way. None of that. He said, my, um, my one of my brothers got diagnosed with testicular cancer. My other brother is in rehab. I'm trying to open this bar. We're over budget. We're behind schedule. I'm going through this divorce. I was not okay. And frankly, the Tom and Raquel story was the last thing on my mind. It wasn't even in my like space. He said, I didn't have the bandwidth for it. Didn't that make you, like, if you hear that from his perspective, thinking like we are watching the show hearing, he, he went to Big Bear with them. He was the co-conspirator. He was the one that like hid them. He was part of it. And from his story, and of course, you know, we can only take their word at what it is. He basically said, I had no idea the intensity of this affair until Tom came to me in January to say, I'm in love with her. And I took Tom's word because that's what friends do. I took Tom's word and Tom sold me a bag of smoke. He said, Tom basically fed me all this BS that he has tried to break with Ariana, that he's doing all the right things, that Ariana is not even into the relationship, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I made a mistake and I took his word and let it be because I was so busy with everything else in my life. He then said, I wish I would have gone back and post put, put up a little bit more of a, a wall and put up an ultimatum. This was a mistake of mine. He goes, another mistake I made was kissing Raquel because I never had chemistry with Raquel. Had I known it was going to hurt Katie that much, I wouldn't have done it. He also says, I know Katie gave me this kind of don't kiss anyone in the friend group. I still didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. I understand. Like, I already see this on TikTok. I already see a lot of people feeling like I'm getting bamboozled now by Schwartz. But I will say this one thing about me. Maybe I am not, you know, the best judge of character, but I'm a former casting director. And when you work in casting, you have an ability to really read people's personalities. Okay. I did that for 15 years. You have to kind of read a person. And it's very hard, I think, to, like, I didn't like Schwartz. Uh, these last few episodes. I have really not liked Schwartz. In fact, I like thought he was the worst. But hearing his point of view now, months later, just saying like, I effed up. So he took responsibility. He's like, I effed up. I totally messed up. And I wasn't being a good enough friend to Ariana. And I was being too good of a friend to Tom Sandoval. And I'm just a people pleaser. And I just, you know, am naive and I'm gullible. And the fact that he is... um taking accountability and really apologetic is huge considering that he's talking about his buddies, Tom and Raquel, who I don't believe are, well, let me tell you about him and Tom right now. I don't think he's talking to Raquel, but he's like, they are not showing remorse and it's a horrible look. He goes, I look at Tom Sandoval right now. I'm like, what are you doing? If you're cheat, if you're caught in a in a fair situation, if you've cheated on your girlfriend and you are in this situation, you shut up and just take it. You do not open your mouth. This is what Schwartz was saying, and instead Sandoval is just fighting back at every second thing. And then not only that, he's flaunting. He's going on stage. He's doing all of this stuff. So Schwartz was saying, "I'm taking a moment away from Sandoval. Like he screwed me. He screwed me." So I it, like. From what Stassi said, she said to Schwartz yesterday, from what he said on Jax's 
podcast today. Like, I would love to see a world where Schwartz disconnects from Sandoval. I think that would be an amazing story for Vanderpump Rules, that Schwartz says, like, no, I'm pulling out from being your partner. I don't want to be involved anymore. I'm buying you out. I want you out of here. Like, I would love to see the demise of Sandoval in the next season. That would be a great take, like, for this show, right? That being said, Schwartz, of course, is not completely complacent here and like nothing, he had nothing to do with it. But I've I've said this before and I'll say it again. If my very, very best friend fucked up and had an affair and begged me not to say anything, it's going to be hard for me to go to her husband and tell. It's going to be hard because friendships, sometimes you have to like, you're a vault. You should be a vault for your best friend. And so I don't know exactly how to do that. I don't know what the best solution is here. Okay. So yes, the fall of Sandoval for the next season of Vanderpump Rules would be fantastic. I would love to see him just get freaking killed left and right from the bars. I want to see Lisa push him out. I want to see all these things. Like I would love to see that next season. Now, sorry for the drink. Um, Brittany... Brittany, Jax's wife, said that she got – this is crazy because Tom Sandoval is not an idiot, right? He knows that that Brittany – oh, someone just said to be a vault for seven months though? Nah. Well, I'll tell you this. Schwartz really, under his his words, said, I, I truly didn't realize that they were in a serious relationship. I had no idea. I knew about the one-night stand and I didn't know much else. He goes, when we went to Big Bear – I made the plans with Tom Schwartz, with Sandoval. We were going to go snowboarding. It wasn't going to be a big thing. And then he brought this idea, I'm going to bring Raquel in. And so he he said, I drove up there with Sandoval and then Raquel just joined with Joe. So this was happening like over and over. Sandoval was just finding ways to insert Raquel. Okay. Um, another thing that happened was Brittany mentioned this, which is trippy. Sandoval knows that Jax and Brittany have this podcast because he's not living under a rock. He knows that Brittany and Jax are very clearly anti-Sandoval and very clearly Team Ariana and are talking about it. They got that Peacock show watching it, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I need to see what Chubb now said. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'll get there. And um, he sends a text to Brittany. On May 25th, so two weeks ago, saying, hey, Brittany, hope you're well. They haven't texted since 2020, you guys. This is Sandoval texting Brittany. They have not texted since 2020. Hey, Brittany, hope you're well. I'm playing a show near Louisville, Kentucky. If you want to tell any of your friends to come, I can get them on the list. Sandoval thinks, at this time in life, two weeks ago, Sandoval thinks that Brittany is in the headspace where she's going to text her all her Louisville, Kentucky friends and say, hey, go to, uh, go to Sandoval's show. You can get on the list. It's, it's insane. It's actually insane. Like, Brittany's one of Ariana's closest friends. How the hell does he think? And even if his intention was just to be nice and kind of like, you know, how the hell does he think that that is an appropriate scenario. Can you imagine, Brittany? Oh, that sounds so nice. Thank you so much. I'm going to tell all my friends to come and support you. 
What? Okay, so I did get a comment earlier saying, listen, after Schwartz has treated every one of the girls bad, he's treated Kristen badly, he's treated Lala badly, he's treated, you know, Stassi badly, he's treated da 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 um, Katie badly, obviously. In no way am I saying that Tom Schwartz is an angel. Please don't misread me because yesterday, in yesterday's episode, I got so many comments on YouTube saying, Donna, you are totally wrong. Lindsay's such a mean girl about Summer House. Lindsay's horrible and Lindsay did this and Lindsay did that. And I'm, I'm, I want to make two things clear. A, we're talking about the situation, right? We're talking about this situation. And B, I am not talking about you know, who they are as people in the entirety of the 10 years on the air. They've all been shitty. Every single one of them have been horrible. Every single one on that show has been horrible. Ariana included. Sorry. Everyone. Name one person on Vanderpump Rules other than maybe James' girlfriend, Allie, who hasn't been horrible at some point. Maybe Brittany? Like, they're all horrible. But we're talking about right now. Everyone's team Ariana, but they're not like remembering all the horrible things she's done in the past. We're talking about right now. And I'm saying that in this case today that I listened to Schwartz's podcast with Jackson Brittany, I felt for him. And I think just like yesterday, I said he's Brendan Dassey from the Making a Murderer podcast and he's easily, he's malleable and he is easily swayed and he got screwed. He got screwed and he got put into a situation where, you know, whatever. We'll have to see. Who watched Stars on Mars? Not interested. Okay. Anything else? Oh, Dumois coming out with saying that maybe there's a there's going to be a new spinoff Stassi's going to produce. If there is a spinoff about anyone else, I promise you that is not going to be the big reveal tonight. There's not going to be a big reveal about a spinoff. The big reveal comes from Ra- Raquel's mouth. Mark my words. Okay? Raquel is going to have the big reveal. And the big reveal is just going to be some honest truth about how it started earlier than we all know. That they hooked up before seven months before Ariana found out. Okay. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member S. IPC. Let's take a breather and let's move on to, let's move on to Jersey. Okay. I'm not going to go into a massive recap about New Jersey because I'm tired already just thinking about it. Real Houses in New New Jersey was on yesterday and it was part two of the finale. I'm sorry, part two of the reunion. And I just want to remind you that a week ago when I recapped part one of the reunion, I said, are you team Melissa or team Teresa? I think that they're both awful. I think Teresa is probably more awful, but at least Teresa is watchable. That was what I said a week ago. I'm going to say right now that Teresa needs to get off the show. (laughs) And so does Melissa, to be honest. Maybe they just need to finish Real Houses in New Jersey. It was unwatchable. Teresa was on one last night. Like to a point of, I don't even know. 
Like it was bad, you guys, it was bad. Number one, fighting with Teresa is like fighting with like an eight-year-old girl. Like a lot of mocking, a lot of making fun, a lot of sarcasm. Like it's not smart. Melissa was and always has been a little bit more well-spoken, but also incredibly like immature. All of that, they were both so just below the belt. It was, it's like enough. No matter what anyone talks about, they're back to season two issues. And Andy lost his shit at one point. Enough. Or whatever he said, shut up. I forget what, stop talking. I can't even remember what he said. And he's like, you don't grow. You don't evolve. And it's true. Like they literally are the same as they were. It's never going to change. Such idiotic behavior. Okay. Louie is the biggest piece of bad news. Like it's crazy that after everything Teresa has gone through, after everything she went through with, with her husband and then going to jail, that she finally finds someone to fall in love with. And he's the shadiest motherfucker there is. This guy is even shadier than Judice. He is so like, he's so, um, uh, just bad news. He's bad news. You can feel it. You can see it. He looks like bad news. He feels like bad news. And it's weird because the first few episodes of the season, remember, I hadn't watched Real Housewives in New Jersey for a couple of seasons and I finally got back into it this season. I was like, I like Louie. He seems great. This is like the beginning of the season. Something happened. It was like right around that time where they were hanging on the backyard and getting in that big fight. And he just was awful. It was the scene where he talked about I'm wearing your father's pajamas. He is, it's not good. Yesterday, this big news came out that his ex, I don't know if it's ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, is a therapist. And she believes that he, he hired someone to kind of pretend to be a client of hers to spy on her. This is shady. When there's smoke, there is fire. There is absolutely no reason. You notice no one's going after John Fuda. No one's going after, you know, um, uh, in terms of like uh, behavior that is um, a little shady or like criminal. No one's going after Danielle's husband. No one's going after Polly. When there's smoke, there's fire. And John Fuda, I can't with John Fuda's face. Like, it's so weird. It's like it's drawn on. It always reminds me. You know what John Fuda's face reminds me of? (laughs) John Fuda's face reminds me of one of those things. Do you guys remember? It's like a magnetic man and you like bring the beard in with like a magnet, like a pen. And you're supposed to like bring in the beard and you can make him mustache. Like it's a toy. Do you guys remember? He looks like that. He looks like someone brought his beard on like way too dark and heavy. Oh, it's so funny. It's like perfect. It's like a drawing. It's almost like it's a part of his skin. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. So Teresa, Teresa is, she just looked awful last night. A, in the way that she was fighting. B, in the fact that she had absolutely no proof. C, in that conversation when she brought up Jackie, I'm sorry, Jacqueline. And then they brought up this text that Jacqueline had written to Jackie. Now, even today, there was more leaked text between Jacqueline and Jackie. And apparently, this is confusing because Jacqueline and Jackie, but apparently Jackie, who people think I look like, who's also a Jew, I'm a proud Jew, said essentially that she's an anti-Semitic person. The second you tell me someone's anti-Semitic, I am done with them. 
So if Teresa is in fact anti-Semitic, I am out. Audi 5000. I support my Jews. I love Israel. Okay. So that being said, I, um, and I'm sure, you know, I'm going to get like a comment somewhere being like, I hate Jews, whatever. I'm used to it. This is just the way it is. But I, but that's what Jackie, who Jackie G, who's also Jewish, Jewish says in this text that was leaked. Um, oh my God, I love it. I just said I was Jewish and I got all these follows on TikTok. Like shout out. Welcome to the tribe. Um, okay. That being said, um, the whole phone number situation, let's talk about that for a second. There is apparently the situation where there's this weird scam going on between, it's scam likely, shout out Jeff Lewis and, and Chef Stew, where there's this weird text or situation where phone calls are coming in and it's contacts in your phone and you pick it up and no one's there. Okay. So like Dolores will get a call from Teresa, but then she'll pick up and it won't be Teresa or Andy Cohen will get. It's weird because I've not heard this from anyone else. Has anyone else seen this, this scam situation where you're getting phone calls from people in your contacts? I have not seen that. Is that just a Jersey thing? Because it's not happened with any of my friends. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, you guys, some of you are getting it. Some of you are not. Yeah. It's really random. So Margaret mentions that her son got a phone call at his work. I have no idea what he does where it was a phone call from Louie's cell phone number and it was very threatening. I don't believe that, um, that Louie, that, uh, Margaret would lie about that. I believe that that actually happened. You have the phone records. Someone called from that number. The second they started to dis- debate this, the second they started to debate this, Teresa gets two missed calls from Margaret. See, see, it's, it's re- happening right now. Margaret's right there and I'm getting two missed calls. You think Louie has anything to do with this? Guys, it's so clear as day. Louie is so shady. I don't know who he's talking to on the phone. Like, who's getting this scam thing to work? But he obviously has some sort of in with, like, some sort of hacking situation. I have no idea. It is so trippy. It is so, oh, there's apps to change your display number. Oh, wait. So, I don't think Louie did not... That was Louie's phone. Um, yeah, there was a landline. You guys, it is so obvious. This is not happening in my home. I'm not getting these phone calls. Maybe once in a while I'll get like a spam call, but I won't get a phone call from my sister and pick it up and no one's there. It's shady McShady. And anyone that doesn't see it and like, what's wrong with you? Now, there was also this um, Bryce Sander who I believe works for uh, he's a journalist. I want to say for E! News, but he's like a real housewife covering journalists. And he interviewed them and they were on his Instagram yesterday. And it's so weird. Louis speaks for Teresa. Now that to me is a big ass red flag. It's giving Tom Sandoval coaching vibes, right? It's giving Tom Sandoval coaching vibes when you are not letting your woman speak and you are speaking for them. And also, by the way, women can do this with men. It's giving this idea of you don't know what you're saying. You will say the wrong thing. Let me handle it. I'll tell you when I do that in my relationship with my husband. I say that only when I'm trying to negotiate a better deal on something or get a better hotel room or re- or table at a restaurant because I know I can win that argument better than him. But I don't do that when we're talking to friends or being interviewed. 
excuse me, um, <clears throat> I got this. And then his teeth. I mean, guys, this is not even white enough. Where's my whiteout? I don't even have, I can't even find my whiteout. Louis, Louis stole my whiteout. His teeth. His teeth are on another level. So it's just not looking good. It's just not looking good. I don't really know where they go from this, but I'm telling you, Teresa is bad news bears. And it sucks because when I watch Melania, Teresa's daughter, when I watch her TikToks and Teresa's in it, I like Teresa. I actually think Teresa would be great just staying at home with her daughters. I think she needs to get off the show. And I am the queen of saying that she is the best to watch. It's impossible to watch her. What do we think about Jen Fessler's complete face makeover? It kind of bummed me out. I'm not going to lie. I'm not into all these girls getting so skinny and changing their faces. It bothered me. Um, yeah, so you guys on TikTok seem to be really agreeing that Louie is bad news bears. And we just need to um, – we need to move on, I think. Although it's good drama. Because listen, if you don't have Louie and you don't have Teresa, what is the show? What, we're going to talk about Danielle being a rat all season? I can't. I don't think you can do much with Real Housewives without Teresa and Melissa. I just don't think there's anything there. I am not watching Margaret. I'm not watching Jen Aiden and like her fighting with her husband. I'm not watching Dolores as much as I love Dolores. That's not a TV show. I agree. So someone just said, I'm scared he's going to get her back into financial trouble. I mean, I think 100% he's going to have criminal charges against him of some sort at some point. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Something is not good. But it was the first time I watched A Real Housewife in a long time where I was like, ew, I feel yucky. And that's not a good sign, right? We don't want to feel yucky when we watch Real Housewives. Was there a season of Real Housewives when Teresa was in jail? I can't remember. Or did they completely just stop the season? Yes. Someone said, keep on living for life, says, is it fair to say that the Jersey men drinking is more entertaining than the housewives? Absolutely. But it's a one-time special. You know what? Take the girls on a girl's trip. I mean, take the families on a, on a family trip, like ultimate family trip, and we can see them for one week. That I can handle. I can't do this. I, I, I can't do this, you guys. Everyone looks bad. It just does. It's not a good look. And if I had kids, oh, and the whole conversation about like Melissa saying drunk when she was in Ireland, I'm going to call my ex. And, and Teresa deciding that that was going to be the battle that she was going to go after. That was going to be the hill that she was going to die on. Wow. You're a married woman and you're going to say you're going to call your ex. What a stupid fight. So stupid. I can't handle. I got a Candace Cameron comment. I wish it was a drinking game. I would say drink for the Candace Cameron comment. Um, it was, it was real bad, you guys. It was bad. It didn't make me feel good. But that just means that tonight we have a very big night on Bravo. Very big night. We have Real Houses of Orange County and we have Vanderpump Rules. Real Houses of Orange County, I really want it, want to love it for Tamara Jordan, Tamara Judge, you know, our girl Tamara Jordan. I really want to love it. I do not know if we will love the season one. Hopefully it gets a little better than the seven minutes we did see of Emily drinking dog water. And then we'll get right into the goods. Now I am in Los Angeles, meaning I don't have direct TV. And my air way of watching this is at 9 p.m. 
Pacific, but I'm sure someone will be posting this on TikTok. I'm sure someone will be um, showing the lives. And so I know I'll know at 6.55 p.m. exactly what this big reveal is. And I can't wait to talk about it with you guys tomorrow on Daily Dose of Donna. Thank you so much for subscribing, liking, sharing, reviewing, rating, following. I appreciate you guys more than you know. This is everything to me. Love you guys. Bye, dosers.